Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co-hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex-salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must-listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right. customer journey to me is absolutely everything it doesn't matter how you operate it doesn't matter if you've got reception no reception you've got senior staff you don't have senior staff what happens in that customer journey Mm. for them to feel so comfortable that they want to come back and they want to come back again and again and they really leave the salon feeling wow or the spa feeling wow I'm on a you know I've had such an amazing time Mm. And a lot of time we underestimate all those little tiny details, isn't it, of that customer journey that's going to make you feel, feel, you know, that it's not just a local salon, it's not just a local spa, it's not just a local hairdresser. I just feel really special. So it's down to the team, it's down to the little details of when you offer coffee and everything else. But we talk a lot of that with about that with the members, and it is a little bit daunting as to. Where do you start? Yeah, yeah. And and also, I think it's that sometimes we put more or too much um, onus on, on the treatment and delivering the treatment, which, of course, is, is a, a major part of what you do. But actually, it's the whole journey from, well, I mean, it's from when they first find you, they call you, they walk through the door, all of that. Um, and like you said, it's the little touches. I think you're quite often remembered for the delicious coffees and biscuits yeah. and yeah. it's those things that clients remember the way that you took the time with them you spoke to them you let them have their moment if they were feeling down or mm. they needed someone to chat to because you know quite often that's what that's what happens when you're in that business as well and um, and yeah like you said it's where to start and we always start with first of all the analysis of the journey and obviously we, we use our own tools to do that. So we're looking at the before, the during and after. So you're looking at what, what's a strength, you know, are you strong in this area of the customer journey? Is there a weakness here? Do you offer this? Do you offer that? What does it look like? So you're doing a full analysis of that. And, and it's not just the owner to do that. That is also very good to do with the manager and the team as well, actually. Mm. I think the team are very good at analysing that or thinking about it. And coming up with ideas as well. Sometimes too expensive ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to invest in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes. But yeah, I think it's underestimating the small, little, tiny details that aren't mm. going to make a huge difference of how you feel. But when it is about where to start, for me, there's two obvious things. Obvious things. It's number one, when was the last time you kind of came in with your hat of... On the, as a right, I'm a customer. I'm not here yeah. as an owner. Just put my hat as a customer. What do I see? How do I feel? How I'm made feel? And I think that's really important. But also mystery shops. Yeah. yeah. And mystery shops, perhaps with people that are not in the industry, so they are giving you a much more 
I mean, the only issue about having friends or family or whatever to come in for mystery shops, oh my God, that was so lovely, which is great. Yeah. That's what you want to hear you because want to they're hear grateful, the... but you want to hear the good, the bad and the ugly in Absolutely. some ways. Yeah. And what is it that, that was the change of it? But to me, they're two quite key things mm. really that if you're going to start somewhere, start as how do you feel as a customer? Have you had a mystery shop? And then start analysing it from mm. a different perspective, isn't mm. it? Because it definitely is a feeling, the customer journey mm. as well, isn't it? It's not just, you know, are the toilets easy, easily accessible? Is this, you know, it's not just that. It's the, the feeling that a client gets when they mm. call up, when they look at your website, when they walk through the door, you're creating that feeling. Is it a warm, safe space? And mm. everything else that comes with that. But from start to finish, so it goes down to or goes on to as they leave, what happens as they leave, what's the process, who does what and does that work and are they looked after the very, in the very best way and consistently. Mm, that's the a yeah. huge key though, isn't it? Yes. But how do you deliver that consistently if, yes. you, you know, if you are busy, for example, we're seeing a lot of owners at the moment that are mega busy mm. and then suddenly the, the customer journey can suffer a little bit because yeah. it's that busyness and that perhaps lack of yeah. focusing on that customer journey. Mm. Um, but I think to me it's, it's just you have to revisit it all the time, mm. every quarter at least, definitely every year. What's happened? I lo- I used to love doing that in January, but every quarter kind of revisit it, isn't it? Yeah, and um, and then from that, from after you've done all those areas, then you're looking to build a story. Almost for me, mm. that's what I feel like it is the the customer journey. And we've got some examples of those. It's a story of how when the client walks through the door, what happens, who comes and gets them, and and where do they go? How are they shown to their room? who does a consultation form, it, it's a story of their journey within your business. But I think that's what's co- confusing, isn't it? Because a lot of time the our clients are telling us, well, yeah, but that depends on if he comes for this or maybe they're having a haircut first and da-da-da. Mm. And it's like the confusion mm. of of having too many examples to, to tell us yes. and therefore they're just not putting themselves on the on the perspective of customer journey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, and there's another element to it as well, which is you might know what you want the customer journey to look like as an owner or a manager, but more often than not, we find that the team don't know what mm. the customer journey is. And we've had a couple of clients lately do um, that within a team meeting, actually, is to kind of do the customer journey with the team. Maybe half the team are clients, half one's reception and so on. So they're kind of walking every area of the business. And also it's quite nice to ask sometimes your team member to come in and be treated as a client. Yeah, for sure. And to see the feeling that they get... And <laughs> and then and then another thing is is that we used to do this with um, group coaching in reception was yes. to get them to to call other clinics, salons, yeah. not your competitors, not someone down the road, but no. you know somewhere far away, just to understand how that sounds like to them and mm-hmm. how you know you can either think oh my goodness we definitely wouldn't want to do that in our business or that was a really poor service. Or actually, yeah, that's a really lovely idea. We don't do that. Mm. So, I mean, if you've got a budget, why not 
maybe not the whole team, but sometimes with a with a budget, we can invite them to go and have a treatment somewhere else. Mm. What did they like? What they didn't like? And really understand the customer journey on on how they felt from the from the appointment perspective. Yeah. But having that feedback and discussing that feedback. Yes. What was good? What was not good? Because sometimes. We do things, especially when we have a team or when we are on our own, really, we're in a habit, isn't it? It's a habit, oh, and yeah. deep-rooted habit of mm. this is how we've always done it. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, yes, okay, but what if we analyse how we're going to make sure that, that you know, you deliver something, like you said, consistently, but also perhaps inputting a little something in that journey that's going to make a huge difference mm. into how the customer feels really ultimately isn't it yeah and exactly it, it might only be something very minute that you need to tweak and actually the team are so good at that I you know when I used to discuss it with my team that and it didn't it thankfully wasn't expensive but they come up with like these really just nice little ideas and mm. even down to you know if a client's wearing jewelry where does it go do yeah. they have a place to put their jewelry yeah you know what's the process with that and i know they that sounds really picky um i was going to say pernickety but i don't know if that's mm. is pernickety yeah, no i do it's a good word yeah i think but that's the <laughs> level that you need to get down to when you're analysing. But what I get frustrated with sometimes when it comes to that analyse of the customer journey, you just mentioned the jewellery box, for mm. example. I was dealing with a few clients in central London where, you know, there was very, very expensive rings on mm. the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, I was talking to the owner saying, well, you know, when I did the mystery shop, where there was in a box and I would have liked to put my jewellery in it. And she was like, I don't want to be responsible for that 25 to 50 grand return. Um, you know, ring. Yes. So no, there will be no jewelry box. It's down to them to deal with that. And it was, it really kind of, actually struck me as, you can't have the same journey for everybody. No. You can't have the same, you know, uniform because it wouldn't make you unique in the first place, mm -hmm. isn't it? And analyzing that, analyzing what you need to do and what you want to do within the business, making sure that you offer. I'm constantly offered coffee when I'm about to have my nails done. Mm -mm. I can't even pick up the cup. Yeah. You know, do we do that before or do we do that after? And yeah. little details like that's going to make a difference and it's going to make you really ultimately very unique. So all you have to do now is press the subscribe button and join us every week for an inside chat. And if you have any burning questions that we haven't yet answered, then just pop in the comments below or send us an email and we can include them in one of our weekly chats. I've started this amazing community of like-minded salon owners to join us on a monthly basis with our Inside Chat subscription. Yeah, on that chat as well, you'll also get access to lots of free downloads and content that can really support you in your business. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.